Let's transition to some of the specific items that you examine in your book, beginning with education, which really, if there was a wedge issue, should be the wedge issue where there is sort of a chink in the progressive armor. And you've even seen some leftists come out against teachers' unions in select exceptional circumstances. You talk about how Jefferson viewed education, and we all know that Jefferson spoke about the value to a public education. You need an informed populace, etc. Although I don't think he could have imagined that our public institutions would necessarily morph into the community organizing mechanisms that they are today. But you actually delved into Jefferson's writings, and I think you found a very interesting substance in terms of the checks and balances that that he hoped would be built into a public education system and how he saw it. Explain Jefferson's philosophy on education. Right. Well, I compare Jefferson to the German model or the Bismarckian model. And the reason I do that is that it's all very well for us to say that we want a public education system. I do as well. But we have to ask subsequently, what do we want it to look like? Now, for most of Anglo-American history, until the mid-19th century, education was a local question. Jefferson thought that that was fine, but that it needed to be spread around the country and that it was acceptable to tax people in order to justify and support an educational system. But the spreading it around the country did not imply centralizing it. Whereas in Europe and in Germany, uh, which is where America gets its model, now it did. Unfortunately, we went eventually with the Bismarckian model and not the Jeffersonian model, which is to say that we instituted mandatory attendance, grades, um, uh, centralized funding, centralized curricula, and so on and so forth. Jefferson pointed out that the best way of keeping education honest and responsive was to permit those who were involved in it and those who were benefiting from it to control it. So parents, teachers, students, local communities, not bureaucrats in a far distant city. If we are to have a reform in education in the United States, it should be along the Jeffersonian model and not along the Bismarckian model. Unfortunately, we seem to be going in the wrong direction. When Republicans had full control of Congress in the early 2000s, they passed No Child Left Behind. Uh, We have Republicans who are in favor of Common Core, which is not itself a federal program, but it's been transformed into one by funding pressures. The Obama administration, I think, has attached a $4.7 billion bribe to Common Core, effectively saying to the states, well, you can choose whether you adopt it or not, but if you don't, we're not giving you the cash. This is the wrong direction, especially in a country that is not anymore reliant upon industry. Uh, There is an argument, I disagree with it, but there is an argument in favor of the German model, and that is that all we need is people who have basic literacy skills and can work in a factory. I think for a free country, that's a hideous way of looking at people. And I track the difference, as I say, between Jefferson and Bismarck. But we don't live in that country anymore anyway. So uh, when it comes to a split here between left and right, when it comes to a split between those who are in favor of local control, state control, and those who wish to centralize 
our politics to Washington, there could be no more divisive issue than education, in no small part because pretty much everyone in the country either goes to a school or has children who do.